people cannot pronounce my name correct. I am still referred to as Cillian, Sicilian, Gillian. Right, Cillian. Who the fuck is that guy? Right, Killian. Jesus Christ. How do you like my little setup, by the way? Guys, episode 23 is here. And the sound, the sound will be much better this week. Don't know what happened last week. So, uh, episode 23, we're here. Despite the weather, despite the beast from the east, I've, I've managed to, to get an episode out to you all, because I know you're going to be demented indoors. Um, strange name for a storm, I must say. Beast from the east. Especially in today's environment, in today's climate, with all the bloody um, weight... No, it's okay. I thought something. Thought the sound went again. <laughs> um, yeah, beast from the east. It sounds very creepy, pedoey, you know. Um, but anyway, that w- that was my initial reaction when I heard beast from the east on the news. Um, so it just uh, it's highlighting that. The UK and Ireland just can't handle snow. Now I will I will grant that this amount of snow is a lot. <laughs> um but I mean literally everything has shut down, hasn't it? Schools, work, bloody things aren't getting done, people. And uh while this is going on, I'm freezing my nuts off. Here, uh, our last two games have been at half eight at night, and let me tell you something about the cold at bet- from half eight to ten o'clock in Poland in February. It's cold. It's about minus twelve, minus thirteen, but then when you check on the the Apple iPhone app or any other app, I'm sure. It feels like, it says it feels like minus 18. This morning it said minus 21. So, uh, yeah, your feet take a fucking beating. Your feet, that's the worst when you're, unfortunately, like me, when you're on the bench or even watching from the stand, your feet, the toes, freezing. And one of the games I came on, I came on without gloves on. And that wasn't a pleasant experience. First action, went up for a header, came down on the ground, and my f- my hands went into the ground. And it was like putting my hands into a bucket of ice for the rest of the game. They were frozen. So, obviously, you live and you learn. I've been had my gloves on. I'm not sure if I had gloves with me. Uh, but yeah, lads, it's a it's a different kind of cold. It's um, 
And I remember in Cyprus, sometimes I would give out a, that it was actually too hot to play games. I remember saying that after one game, it was like 40 degrees, played a game, and I was saying it's too hot. Well, now, is it too cold? No, it's not. A lot. I'm only complaining. Who doesn't, who doesn't like a little moan, a little complain? So, uh, yeah, lads, get it together. Come on. And what's with the bread? I, I don't understand that. The bread's shortage. Come on, lads, have some fucking self-respect. Hold on, I'm just fixing my chair. Have some self-respect with the bread. Running around after bloody bread. Um... So, oh, you might notice that uh, this week my, um, I'll probably sound a lot wiser and more mature in this episode and it's no coincidence because I'm now 29, I'm now a 29 year old part-time podcaster, <laughs> um, yeah, I had my birthday there, 29th, my, the 29th birthday of my life, on the 23rd of February. Uh, wasn't the best way to spend a birthday. Watched our game from the stand, but we won, so it was good. Um, so, and I was at half eight again, this game. So, by the time the game was finished, it was nothing to do, so... Anyway, I'm here. I've made it 29 years. Not who'd have thought it? Coming from the the tough streets of Baileyborough, that I'd live to see 29. Um. So yeah, guys, every day is a blessing. Um. So yeah, let me get back to the back to to what's been going on. So we played Legia Warsaw yesterday. They were top of the table. And ah, this would be like the derby here in for Jagalonia, like your Warsaw. Warsaw would be the closest city to us, so that's the their rivalry, the derby. Um, and <coughs> we won two 0 brilliant result. Uh, dominated. We dominated the game. Data player sent off, and data player sent off from VAR guys. VAR was busy in the first half of our game. Uh, so one of their players filed, filed like a nasty, nasty tackle. And uh, he gave me a yellow card initially. And then realized, or maybe the VAR guy said to him, you need to have a look at this. And sure enough, he went over, checked it out. And it was a red card, definite red so VAR, well done, Bula bus, round of applause. So then, you know, we were dominating, creating chance after chance, and then we score. They go and tip off, and just as the tip the referee was like, whoa, 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 guys, I got to check VAR again. Checked VAR, our goal is ruled out for offside in the build-up to the goal. So offside is offside, you can't debate it. So it worked for us and it worked against us. Um, and all this was in the first half an hour, I think, first 35 minutes. So then we went on, we got a penalty, we scored that. Then I came on, I came into the game. 
for the last, I'd say, 15 minutes maybe. Um, and I contributed to the, to the new thing, the new thing, guys, secondary assists. I gave an assist for an assist. Um, so we won 2-0, great result. Um, puts us top of the table. Top of the table. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, I think I've covered everything from the game. Someone asked me, who was it? I'll get over to my Facebook questions. My Facebook segment. Um, Mr. Philippe Pietrek asked about the game yesterday. First of all, he said congratulations. So thank you. Thank you, sir. And that's my thoughts on the game. Um, ah, one thing. I don't know if it's been reported. This is probably more for the Polish that are watching. Um, the captain of Legia, who he wasn't playing. He's the, is he a midfielder? Um, came in after the game into the dressing room, shook everyone's hand saying, well done, good game. Uh, which is the first time I've ever seen that in football. It was something I remember we used to do in Gaelic, you know, like underage. After a game, you'd go into the other dressing room. If you were the captain, you'd go into the other dressing room and say, give a little speech. A little speech you'd go in and say, well done, lad, you were the, you were the better team, well done. Or if you won, you'd go in and say, well done, for a good game, we won, thanks, good luck, see you. Uh, yeah, so it was the first time I've seen it in, in soccer, in this soccer ball, um, since my underage Gaelic days. So, um, yeah, like I said, I don't know if that was reported or not. So it was nice, a nice gesture. Uh, so, yeah, so I've kind of been in and out of the squad the last few times, which is obviously not ideal for me, but... Um, I think before if it was before if it was a few years before I would have been like fuck this um, this isn't what can I do and you'd kind of just you'd throw your toys out of the pram and you'd pack up tools and some nice some nice metaphors there some cliched metaphors there um, and you kind of you just wouldn't care but now it's totally different now um, you know the, literally the only thing um, I can do only thing I can do is do me um, so I just have to keep doing everything that I I can um, and that's just keep training so training I feel like I'm good in training feel fit everything so I'm ready um, and that's that uh, plus teams won four games in a row so there's no way. I can't, I'm not going to be going chapping doors down. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we're at now with the team. Um, from the last the last week or two, uh, all's going good. All's going good. The morale is good. The mood is good. Just got to carry it on. Um, now. Let's get into the nitty gritty of it all, will we? I have a, I have some good. I have a good enemy, an unfair enemy. My unfair enemy is Cristiano Ronaldo. He's a big enemy to a lot of people. He's the enemy to Messi. 
because every hero needs a villain, guys. And Ronaldo's the enemy. And I didn't see I didn't see the usual fellas who would be slaughtering Ronaldo or would be praising Messi if he done it. But Ronaldo scored two goals last week and Real Madrid got a penalty and Ronaldo was still on the pitch and he gave it to Benzema because he was I don't know if he was short on confidence, but he hadn't he hasn't been scoring a lot of goals lately. And he gave Benzema to get a goal. So uh didn't see it reported too much. Um I think I might have seen it one place. But I I actually noticed it myself because I seen Real Madrid, I was looking at the scores and I seen they scored a penalty. No, I seen Benzema scored a penalty. And I was like, Oh, Ronaldo must have went off, checked. He wasn't off. And then I was like, That's interesting. I hope all the I hope it's reported and they say classy gesture from Ronaldo. But no, it wasn't. Or if it was, let me know. And uh I might retract that, but um, yeah, well done, Ronnie boy. I've got you. I've got your back. You and Neymar, I have you. I have you guys. Um, so you're my unfair enemy, and my enemy, my enemy of the week this this week. It's um, it's people comparing football to back in their day, when tackles now they'll say, oh, that should never be a red. Back in my day, that wouldn't even be a booking. That wouldn't even be a foul. But you got to get with the times. You got to adapt to what's going on. You can't, can't live in the past, man. You got to get up to speed with things. Move with the times. Um, yeah, it just really annoys me. Alan Shearer is big for us. He, nothing's a foul for him. Um, I think it's... I won't say it. <laughs> it's a bit of a nasty joke, so I won't say it. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Alan Shearer is a big culprit for it. Uh, I kind of... I was doing it there for a while when I'd see, like, young players and I'd be like, oh, young players don't do anything now and they get too much, blah, blah, blah. But... It's just the way it is. You can't... There's different rules. Some things are accepted now. Um, and obviously when I was a young player, older players would have looked at what we were doing and be like, oh, you don't have to do anything. You're Look at your attitudes, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then... Yeah, fucking... So now I'm, I'm at, I became, I became that older player that looks down on young players like, fucking look at these young players, man, doing nothing, think they've made it. Maybe some of them have, or maybe, maybe it's jealousy, because probably the last 20, 30 years, just more money becomes more and more and people get jealous, um, like they missed out on it, so... Anyway, that's my enemy of the week. Comparing fo- comparing things to how it was back in their time. Got to get with it, man. Get with the times. Accept change. Embrace it. 
and don't don't argue rules. That's it's, I hate that when arguing offside, saying ah offside's too confusing. It was better when it was just black and white, like back in our day. We shot up. Um, what else? Another enemy. I think no, 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 no. I won't say this is an enemy, but uh, I you find it it's very frustrating. No, it's not frustrating. Is it annoying? Actually, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't affect me. But it's uh, when Arsenal are doing really bad. It's like it's a completely different reaction to when other teams are doing bad. When Arsenal are doing bad, everyone seems to jump on them because. I think they know it's like the thing to do to just slaughter Arsenal um, and I think lots of their fans I'm not going to say all their fans but a good portion of Arsenal fans deep down deep down like when they're doing shit because they get to whatever make funny videos or stuff for online um, and it's I think Arsenal TV must love when the when Arsenal fuck up um, deep down deep deep down there's something there where they're like ah oh, just lost 4-0 again yes right get the mic Get the camera. I'm ready. I have something. This will get me. Ah, okay. Anyway, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's my that's my gut. My gut feeling is a. Uh, I think there's there's something there, guys. Uh, I'm just going through to see if I've covered everything I've written down. Um. Oh, I forgot to say this last time. What was I talking? Ah, I was talking about the different um, foot, like culture and how football is in different countries living abroad. One of the things, right? This is cr- this is mental. So in Cyprus, the television. It's a weird the way to do the television. Maybe it's not weird. It's just it's different, guys. It's different. Um, they do it where I think this is how it works. Each team has deals with the different networks. So it'd be like Sky and BT. But I think it's the teams. So like Sky would show all of Apoel's games and then BT will show all of Ammonia's games, for example, right? Two different teams there. And so the highlights after the games is... So like half the league will be one network and obviously the other one broadcaster not a network broadcaster and the the highlights so there's two I have two issues with the highlights if any Cypriot people are listening the highlights are ridiculously long they show you what you you literally see about 10 offside decisions in the highlights that don't even lead to chances it's it's incredible some of the chances that are shown as highlights yeah anyway but a few weeks ago, um, Apoel and Ammonia played, right? And 
I've only seen a picture of this. So I think Money were losing 2-1 maybe. And they went on an attack and an offside was given. And I think Matt Derbyshire went through and scored. I think, I think. and Or was going to be in one-on-one. But I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure he went through and scored and it was given offside. And in the picture, it's like a good metre, two metres onside, right? But in the... So I was like, later on, I said, yes, going to see the highlights. need to see this disallowed goal. And they never showed it because it was an Applewell broadcaster who have their games were doing the highlights, were in charge of the highlights. So they just didn't show it. So it was obviously... Such a bad mistake that uh, people watching it would have been like, oh, it should have been a goal. It would have been two all different game. So they just they never included the highlights. So I still haven't seen what happened. Um, so that was, yeah, just doesn't make sense. Um, and then the other thing is, oh, yeah, then another example of it is when they might be showing, I've seen it before, they'll show like a, a replay of maybe an offside given or an on an onside an offside given, and you know they'll put the lines on the screen, but you can see the lines aren't parallel with the lines on the pitch, so they're they'll like maybe <laughs> change the angle of the line a bit to show the player onside like it was a bad decision to whatever team is the broadcaster's like team, um to make them look good. <laughs> it's mental. Uh, yeah, I meant to I meant to say that last week. Uh, what else? All right, I've got I've got some Facebook questions. I'll get on to. Um, so I think this is how I'm going to do it from now. I'm going to do my stuff, and then things that you recommend me. Any questions you you guys, you listeners and viewers have for me? Um, Oh, some of you may notice I've uh, got a new pair of shiny new Nike Mercurial boots. Uh, Orange, very bright. Uh, And I'm, for the last year or two years, I've just been wearing black boots. So it's a a pretty drastic change, guys. Um, But I really like them. They've They've been working wonders for me in training. Some of the things I'm doing, guys, are... I can't even describe them. Uh, and also, I give Nike a lot of flack here, but they got me a birthday present. 25% off. Um, and I got them. I used it to buy the same boots that I have now, these new Mercurials, but they released a black pair. So all's good. All's good with me now again on my boots. Um, just need to score with them. Uh, so thank you, thank you, Nike. Um, it's you're getting better. We'll start twenty five percent off. Let's go more like a hundred percent off next, huh? Uh, another thing was <laughs> I noticed this because it, I done it, um, but uh, I've got a good. Uh, way to find out when you're driving or maybe you're walking and you see someone driving and the weather's freezing or it's 
pacing rain and I figured out how to how to spot the farters, the car farters. Um and when the weather's rubbish, snowing, raining, freezing, and you see someone driving around with their window down, you know what's just went down. Um that's a that's a telltale sign and that's someone dropped a bad fart there. Uh where they need the window down in this weather. So just keep keep your eye out for that. Um like I said, I done it and I had to put my window down because I had a I had a passenger and it wasn't pleasant for them. And it was freezing. And then I thought, wow, the things we do uh to get rid of <laughs> the smell of a bad fart. Uh Moving on, moving on. Um, I had this, I've had this one for ages, but I've never s- said it. I don't know why. But then I thought it would fit nicely today. Excuse the pun. Um, today I got my new, uh, some Air Jordans. I posted, maybe you'll have seen it on my social media account, Instagram specifically. And uh, I said... I'm not a sneakerhead, and I'm not. I've never called myself a sneakerhead. It's, it's a little bit cringy to call yourself a sneakerhead, unless you're a legitimate sneakerhead. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, because lots of, lots of them don't, will buy them and never wear them, and I just don't understand it. I've worn every pair of runners I've bought. Well, I call sneakers or... Trainers, runners. In Ireland, we call them runners. Or in Limerick, you call them tackies, by. Um, but I'm calling them runners. So I'm not a sneakerhead. But like I said, I just have, I do have incredible taste for runners. So I just like to buy nice runners. That's... That doesn't make me a sneakerhead, or I won't proclaim myself to be a sneakerhead. Um, I might, uh, I might, I might feature them every now and again. Show you, show you what I'm rocking. Sometimes today I'm just rocking some socks right now because I'm indoors and it's comfortable. Um, so there's nothing to see now. Uh, that's all from me, guys. That's all the my stuff. So now I'm gonna move on swiftly. To, to you guys, to the Facebookers. So hopefully, got a nice bit of traffic, got a nice bit of uh, interaction today on the old Facebook page. Um, I'm just going to go on and check to make sure there hasn't been any last minute submissions. And no, there's not. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, excuse me. It's this bloody weather. So one I've already covered... Philip Pietrick on the leggy game. Mr. Darren Brett, thank you for getting in touch with us here at Mr. Sherry. Asked about pre-game rituals. And if I had any, I don't. Um, I don't think I ever did either. Uh, no, I don't really, <coughs> don't believe in them. Don't believe in them, mate. Uh because 
I've always just I've always thought that no one people who have superstitions there's never been someone that's won every single game and has scored in every single game. So uh <coughs> and also it can mess you up if you if you actually do all that stuff and then something happens where you're not able you're in a situation where you're not able to do it. Mess can mess with your head. You're quite thinking, oh no, I haven't I don't have my lucky socks on. I'm not gonna I can't play today. Oh no, oh no. So that's my reason for never really starting it. Um but some people lots of people like to be like the last person to walk out of the dressing room. Um I find strange because <laughs> imagine there was a team with like three players who were all like that. And you just you had to start the game with eight players because three players wouldn't <laughs> they were all stubborn and wouldn't let each other out. <laughs> no, I'm last. No, I've got to go last. On you go after you. No, 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 after you. <laughs> um <coughs> sorry guys, I've a little a tickly throat. I'm just gonna just gonna take a sup of this uh Nice sparkling water. So European, isn't it? Sparkling water. Um, what other rituals have I seen? That's probably the main one. Blessing yourself. Don't really. I don't. I've never done it. Well, I've I've blessed myself, <laughs> but not going on to the pitch or something or coming on. Um, would be interesting to know how many of these actually go to church, go to mass. Um, no, don't bless myself. Uh, what other rituals are there? None really. Oh, I do have a ritual. Um, I like to be a legend before and after every game. <laughs> no, I don't have any. Um, I can't think of any other any other rituals. I should have thought about this before I posed the question um, no uh, uh, uh. nah mate nah uh, so thank you Mr Darren Brett uh, Richard Tobin thank you for getting in touch Richard Tobin thank you for getting in touch uh, to Mr Sherry here uh his question, he asked if I had any funny stories from the Ireland squads that I was in. Uh, years and years ago, uh, I have <coughs> some I can say, some I can't. Um, he was saying he liked the one about my uh, voicemail with Trapatoni. If you know, you know. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that story. And that's a really good story. I have another funny one I was thinking there with Trapatoni. And obviously the, he was the only man I had there. Um, but I remember there was one train. I couldn't do a training because I got a kick or something on my calf. And I had to sit out the training. And when we were walking off, uh, he was telling me in his best English that he could get. I was able to understand, so it was fine. Um, he was saying he he used to play with players that uh, or he played with a striker 
and I was like a good striker and was just getting kicked non-stop from defenders and like defenders coming through the back of him kicking his calves and stuff and he told me what he did was wore shin pads on his calves so technically calf pads uh, and he suggested that I wear shin pads on my calves <laughs> uh, I never did it um, but my calves have been okay so uh, yeah that's I hope does that qualify as a funny story um, Matt Murphy Matt Murphy sir thank you for getting in touch with us he's asking if I'm releasing a, a planter cookbook no it's not in it's not in the works uh, hasn't even entered my head probably will never happen uh, I think I'll just keep it like it is now every now and again I'll treat you to a little Instagram meal Uh so stay tuned, stay tuned for that. Actually, I might start, I should start doing videos. Basically what I do in my Instagram, but maybe just do like with videos and put them up on YouTube. Put them up here where you're listening now or watching now and put them up there. Uh, I think that's what I'll do, Matt. Also, Matt Murphy, you have a strike. You received a strike today. Because you made a, an ageist comment about me, calling me old. Uh, which, here at Mr. Sherry, we have zero tolerance on ageism. Uh, everything else is fine, but ageism, <laughs> no, 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 no. So just be careful, sir. Um. Next up is uh, Mr. Keith Dia. Dia, hopefully I've said that right. If I haven't, fucking get a proper name. He asked uh, if I'm taught about management, I think. I just wrote management. Or if I'm cut out for management. Uh, nah, I don't think so right now. I've always said no. But you never know, guys. You never know. Um, it's too early to say. I'm only 29. God. Uh, and then another guy, uh, Andy McNulty. Welcome, sir. Asked about my thoughts on football managers from different, like, different managers having different approaches and stuff like that. And it's like everyone, really, guys. If you have different bosses, they all have different approaches. Some are... Some will be more hands-on and training. Some will be more about, like, man management more than tactics or more than the training side of things. Uh, some will know how to work their players, how to, like, push certain buttons on players. Um, so I think it's, it's like all different bosses um, or people you work with. Uh, that's one thing football's football's the same as lots of other jobs in like how people act um, human behaviour guys it's all the same um, so yeah it's not there's no football's not an exception to to how people behave uh, so I don't know that's how I'd answer that question without 
obviously I don't want to go naming names and you know get down a slippery slope there um, and he also asked about he also said how tough it is for managers now because they get the chop so easily which I think part of me thinks that uh, Jody wants to FaceTime sorry sorry babe I'm in the middle of a, I'm in the middle of podding um, yeah uh, I kind of think management is obviously it's stressful because you can see the change in people in their appearance <laughs> just from stress of being managers um, but 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 I think for managers you just need one you need one good job no you need one job one club where you've done a really good job especially in in England like where the the money's so good in the premiership and that but if you go and get like do one really good job then you're kind of sorted you guess obviously you're going to do really good you'll guess probably taken by a bigger club you'll get a bigger contract you're going to get I'm talking here about the money side of things um, you're going to get a, obviously more money you're going to then at that club if you get sacked you're getting paid off you can go get another job while you're probably still getting paid from your last club you can have a few I think I reckon for managers you can have one good one and then a few bad ones and there's still clubs will still take gambles on them. Um, if there's any managers listening to this, I may have just ruined my <laughs> chance of them ever wanting me. Just my thought, but yeah, it looks very. It seems to be a very stressful job. Um, plus, I don't know anything about managing, so I could be totally wrong. But so hopefully that's enough. And uh, Mister. Ben Sibley asked the question, and I will just tell Ben that the Lord works in mysterious ways, Ben. Um, guys, that's it. Episode 23 is a wrap, and we're coming up to 40 minutes. Uh, I need to get some, some guests on, some co-hosters, because I think you're getting... You, be honest, you're getting a bit bored of me on my own. Um, what did I watch? I watched something good recently. I was going to tell you real quickly about, but I can't remember. Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to finish this before it gets to 40 minutes. Um, so, guys, uh, Sloan, August Bannocked. Uh, Dovi Dovi um my Polsky friends Yasu to all the Greek speakers goodbye to the rest of you um, right lads good luck until the episode 24 I'm out of here